Well, hey guys, uh, hope that you are doing well. Um, we're not going to do the awkward wait for people to join thing because we're going to post this afterwards and we want to make sure that uh, it's worth watching and it's not six minutes of awkwardness at the beginning of this. So hope that you guys are doing really, really well. Welcome to our home mm -hmm. if we have not met. My name is Evan and this is my beautiful bride, Larissa. And uh, we're just excited to just have a little bit of a conversation tonight. This has been such a weird time um, where we're like constantly trying to find ways to connect with people. And I'm thankful that my wife loves me and wants to talk to me every day because this extrovert is going absolutely insane. So um, we posted uh, on our story throughout the day, uh, ask us questions. And we got a few of those, which has been really awesome. And that's where we're going to start our conversation and then if you have a question or you want us to talk about a topic or something, we're going to do like 30 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes here. And so um, feel free to drop that in the comments. And I've got my computer here, so I'll try to moderate that while Larissa does all the talking. Because as you can tell, she's the talker and I'm really quiet. So uh, the first question that we got today uh, was, what is something that you have learned in quarantine? So do you want to start that? Sure. Um, I think just that we don't know like what tomorrow is going to be. I was just thinking the other day, I actually had like a memory pop up from last year and I was like, I think we were selling our house at this time last year and I had just announced that, um, I was pregnant and I was like, oh my gosh, who would have thought that in a year we would be in this global pandemic and like, um, all stuck in our houses not allowed to see people like restaurants are closed like it's just so weird and it's still every single day I wake up and I'm like what is happening um so I think just that like you don't know what's gonna happen and so um just to not take anything for granted and um I think it's really cheesy to say like live in the moment but I think <laughs> like I'm just so thankful for all this time we've been really blessed during the season um that Evan still has his job and that, um, we are still really healthy. And so, um, we're, we've just been really blessed in that, but I think just being really thankful for the season you're in and not, I know it's really easy right now to be like, I'm so excited to get back to normal. I'm so excited mm -hmm. to like for things to open up and to get back to church and to get back to everything. But, um, I've just been really thankful for this season. And so I think this has just helped me to slow down and, um, just be more aware of like how much I rush through things and like don't really enjoy every single day the way that I should. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'd say that for me, I'm definitely somebody who rushes uh, a lot and tries to get as many things done as I possibly can. A full schedule is a really good schedule for me. And so um, this has been a season where I'm not allowed to fill my schedule with that many things. Zoom calls, FaceTimes, texts, all that kind of stuff has been great. But um appreciating the stillness has been something that I've had really had to struggle with and kind of come to grips with is just allowing myself to, to be quiet. And, um, one thing that somebody suggested to me really early on was, Hey, maintain a schedule. And so I wake up at seven o'clock every day still, even though I don't have to get the kids ready for bed. Yeah. She's not, <laughs> she doesn't wake up at seven. Um, I don't have to get the kids ready for school or anything like that, but it's still been this like hour in the morning of just me and my coffee and my Bible. And man, that has been really, really amazing. 
Um, so I'm going to have to continue that at like 5.30 once the kids, <laughs> but the kids aren't going back to school until next year. So I've got months of 7 a.m. wake up. So, so we're good. Uh, one of their questions was, do you feel like you two have grown closer together during this quarantine? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Is that I right? mean, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, we've been like stuck together. Yeah. So our only option was to grow closer <laughs> together or farther apart, I guess. Huh? Um, but yeah, I would say that definitely we've gone like my love language is quality time. And so this has literally just been, I don't even know what week we're on. 24? I don't know what's going on. That's about right. Um, whatever week we're on, like week five or whatever, five weeks of just quality time just with Evan. And um, we have been actually going to bed so, so late, like yeah. midnight. I don't think we've gone to bed before midnight. No, we got to watch a couple episodes of The Office. Yeah. So. yeah. But like normally we would have some time during the day when our kids are at school or whatever and this time like we're all together all day long and so really the only time that we have alone is once we put them to bed at like eight or nine and so then we've just been like staying up and Evan has been kicking my butt at Monopoly and then we watch a couple episodes of The Office and it's like midnight or one and so I was like we should really go to bed earlier and then I was like but then we wouldn't have any time together and so I think <laughs> no time together at all no time well you work during the day that's true yeah um, so I think it's just been a season of like adjusting because we are together all the time, but like it's just that Evan's working during the day. I don't want to, I can't like sit there and bother him, even though I really want to. Um, so it's just been adjusting. If we would have been going to bed at our regular time at like nine thirty or 10, we wouldn't have had mm-hmm. like any time together. So yeah, it's just, I think a season of adjusting, but yeah, I would say we have grown closer. Yeah. I think we've grown closer too. I think. One of the things that I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and um, I just said, man, I'm, I'm really glad that I married somebody that I want to spend this much time with <laughs> because it's been like reaffirming to know that, man, we have been forced to spend 24 hours a day together and like I'm just so thankful that I have somebody that I can have a conversation with because I'm extroverted and I talk a lot and she's intellectual she's smart she challenges me a lot and um i think it's forced us to just like continue to just build i think we've probably gained two years of marriage in these last three months in the sense of just like experience and getting to know each other and and getting to do those things so it's been really really awesome um one of the other questions was how do you feel like you've grown spiritually like is there anything that god has specifically talked to you about in this season you can go first i'll go first um, there, there's been a ton. I've, I've, uh, been doing a couple different reading plans and then we started one for college age. If you guys want to join, uh, add me on the Bible app. Um, Lou Giglio was talking about, um, a couple different things and then I'm doing a Craig Rochelle one. And, but one of the, like the themes that has just been really, really consistent throughout a lot of the scripture that I've been reading is not being so focused on the future. And I think it's really easy in this season, and I'm going to shout out Ellie Wolf. I don't know if she's watching or not, but she, she <laughs> made a comment um, about just, like, being present in the moment and, and making sure that we're not always just, like, expecting what's next and, and being here. And um, that's how I've been feeling is, man, I really can't wait till we get to gather together. Like, I am so excited for that, but also appreciating what this season is for what it is and... 
Um, that's a lot of time with the people that I love the most. And so that's been just on my mind a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I did a quick thought at like the beginning of this quarantine season where I was just talking about how, um, my tendency when I'm like stressed out or afraid is to distract myself. And so I think, um, just this whole time I've really just been noticing like my desire to distract myself instead of doing, um, like reading my Bible or even doing the things that need to be done. Um, and so that's just been something that I've really been working on. That's good. All right. I want to go off like the serious side. And Reese said the office is essential right now, which I also agree that the office is essential. Yeah. Um, so I want to ask you, what is your all time favorite office episode? Mm, I have so many. <laughs> A can little back. Three. <laughs> three. She already has three. Larissa can. She will quote entire seasons of The Office. It is absolutely insane. Every time we start an episode, she's like, "Oh, this is the one where this happens." It's crazy. I've seen it like forty-two times. Um, okay, I love, love, love the foot injury one where Michael burns his foot on the George Foreman. Yeah. I love the dinner party. I know that's like you either love it or you hate it. I love it. Um, I think, like, I do not get uncomfortable watching The Office, except for when, um, like, the normal people, like Pam or Jim, when they do something embarrassing, yeah. then I'm like, oh, no. But when Michael does it, I live for that. I think it's so great. Okay. Injury. Um, dinner party. And then there was one we just watched that I loved. Crap, I can't remember. Uh, we've been watching. We've been I watching know. Just seven seasons in yeah. seven weeks. Probably, like, when Pam and Jim get married mm -hmm. I hadn't seen those in a long time those were yeah those were funny yeah I was just thinking about this is I have a love-hate relationship with awkwardness like I get so embarrassed for people yeah, you and can. so I like look away or like I will like put my if I'm wearing a hoodie I'll like put my hoodie up and like close it because I just can't watch and it makes me so freaking uncomfortable but I love it. there's still Scott's Tots is it's coming it's like we're like a couple episodes away mm -hmm. from Scott's Tots right now and I think it is the most awkward episode of all of The Office ever. And yet it is still my favorite. And That's so, your favorite? Yeah, I think... Really? I you mean, don't even watch it. I don't I even know if you've seen it. Yeah, I don't know it. if I've even seen the whole episode because I'm so embarrassed the whole time. But there's just some absolute gold in Scott's Tots. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, another question that was asked was, um, you guys got married young. What are some pros and cons of getting married young. I've got lots of cons. I'm just kidding. Fantastic. <laughs> um, okay, I don't think this is really a con, but um, oh, Reese, like Reese, do you Reese, like Scott's Reese tots? loves Scott's tots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, that's gonna distract me. I'm gonna look at that. So, um, okay, we got married at 21 and 22. Um, so yeah, that's young and. Actually, your brain, the like decision-making part of your brain isn't fully developed until you're 25-ish. So um, that can be an issue, I think, because you can kind of rush into things without fully thinking about it or without um, like thinking it through, I guess. And so I don't think that's necessarily a con. I just think it's funny that God would design us that way. So... You know, if you're going to get married really, really young, that's a huge decision. I don't know if anyone would ever say they, like, well, if it doesn't work out, I'll just get divorced. 
Um, but like, that. obviously that's an option and that's an option that a lot of people choose to take. But I hear a lot of people say like that, we would never do that. But I mean, marriage is hard and challenging and, um, something to think about. So I think that just, it, it's not really a con, but you can just like easily get caught up in your emotions and not think things through when you're young. I know like my parents were very like, make sure you think about it. And I was like, I don't even want to hear your advice. I just want to get married. I'm so excited to get married. And so I didn't want anyone's advice. Mm -hmm. And I think I was just like so young and naive and like, I can do anything. Nothing can affect me. Nothing can hurt me. Um, that I wasn't willing to listen to anyone's advice or, um, like think it through. Like Mm -hmm. I don't obviously regret getting married that young, but, um, yeah, it is really challenging. I mean, if you're young, you probably, I mean, maybe you have a really good savings account, but you might not. You might not have mm-hmm. great paying jobs. We both worked at Olive Garden when we got married, so we were Roll, poor. No, we were rolling <laughs> in it. We had so much money. Um, and we, yeah, I mean, that like those are some of the best years of my life, though. Like, I wouldn't say, wait until you're 30 and you have a huge savings account. Like, that doesn't matter. That doesn't mean you're going to be happy. Um but that's just something to be aware of that, um, that, you know, that's a challenge that you're going to have to face. And I think it's easy to, to only think about like, I love this person and I want to get married and then to not think, what are we going to do about money? What, what's our communication style? How are we going to handle conflict? How are we going to handle our in-laws? Yeah, we had none like of those that. conversations. No, not really. Before we, got <laughs> we were too young to understand yeah. what those were things. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I think our our relationship is so unique in the fact that we started dating when I was 16. Um, and so even though we got married when we were 22 and 21, we had been together for a really long time. So we had, we had got to know each other really well. Um, but we were still developing into the people that we are. And, and I'm so thankful that it has all worked out. And like, I think that the situation it's different for everybody i think some people can get married young and it's going to be fantastic and i think some people rush into it mm-hmm. and so like my biggest advice to people is always just to appreciate the season that you're in um it's so easy to to look like i can't wait till we are that like i can't wait till this yeah. relationship becomes a serious relationship and i can't wait till this serious relationship becomes an engagement and this engagement becomes i can't wait till we get married mm-hmm. and what we lose along the way is that we don't appreciate okay, we've got, like, we have stuff to learn as a serious couple. We have stuff to learn as an engaged couple. We have stuff to learn as a married couple. Mm -hmm. And I think we're really lucky that we had people along the way who cared about us a lot to speak into our lives. And we also had, we were kind of forced into um, a long engagement in the sense that we knew we wanted to get married in the summer, but we got engaged in the summer and we weren't going to do a shotgun wedding. So we, like... (laughs) We're like, okay, well, we've got a year-long engagement, and it was hard being engaged for a year, uh, like, especially as a guy. Like, I was, like, ready to be married, ready to, like, be with my wife and to start this new thing, and I was so excited, and I had to wait a full year, but that year, we learned so much about each other. We were forced to, like, we were making decisions about our, our wedding, which was really good conversations, and, like, constantly trying to, like, have compromise I have a ton of opinions about our wedding itself (laughs) but like just like finances that go along with that everything that that rolled into that and so we were forced to have some really good conversations but it 
that that year was a huge year of growth for both of us personally and relationally, and I think it prepared us a lot for marriage. So for the person who asked uh, pros and cons of getting married young, whether you're single or you're seriously dating and you're thinking about getting married, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, just be be smart and like have due diligence. Like, uh, don't rush anything. It's so easy to, to want to be in that next spot, and I totally understand that. Um, but there's something really important about where you're at right now. And so just, just make sure you get, you like squeeze all the juice out of the season that you're in right now in your relationship Mm -hmm. and then be like, all right, like maybe there's not a ton left to gain in this season. Let's move on to the next one. It doesn't always have to be marriage. It could just be like the next, the next thing. Let's be more intentional, but, um, it's just really important. So I think that there's a lot of pros to it. I think you get to spend a lot of your life together. That's amazing. Um, and I'm so excited that we're hopefully, like, we celebrate 10 years in July. And that's really exciting. And I think it's really cool that, like, we could feasibly celebrate 60, 70 years of marriage. Like, I cannot wait for that. And that's really cool. Um, but I know people who didn't get married until they were 50 and have unbelievable marriages. And they got to learn a lot about themselves for five decades. So yeah. I don't wh- think it's necessarily, like, a pros and cons thing. Because yeah. it doesn't... Like, if you get married, whether you get married at 20 or 30, your marriage isn't any less valid or, like, your marriage isn't... Our marriage isn't better than someone else's marriage just because they got married older than us. True. So, it's so just... True. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't matter. If you want to get married young, do it. And um, just be aware that there are a lot of... It's hard and there's a lot of things that you're going to learn. And mm-hmm. um, I think we've talked about this recently about how, like just the people that we were at 22 and 21 and we're like oh my so gosh thank god we like grew up and changed <laughs> and we would not i mean i cannot stand yeah. myself if i was still yeah no that person. <laughs> i always like have like having conversations with people i'll say like i like we fell into this life like we got we so lucked out into so much of our life we're so blessed that god was like these idiots and was like I'm gonna like hold your hand through this like barely anything of our life was planned um and I think like it's really important to have great faith and it's also like sometimes like uh being naive is is blissful because we just like would make decisions and not really think of it it worked out and we we didn't plan on having our firstborn and uh, we don't ever call him an accident, but like he is a huge blessing and I wasn't ready to be a dad yet. And yet that changed my whole trajectory. And I think we grew up really quick when we became parents mm-hmm. grew up is probably not, is a pretty uh, generous term, but, um, yeah, just there's, there's no right way and wrong way as far as your age when to get married. I think that there's a ton of pressure to get married young, especially in the church. Um, but you like you do you. Make sure you find that person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. I don't believe in the one, but I believe in the fact that the one that you are marrying should be somebody that you know really well and that you've spent significant time with and that you've really invested in. So just make sure that that you're doing that. Uh, Lexi, our house is backwards on IG. I apologize (laughs) if it's throwing you off. And hi, Anna. I'm glad glad that you joined us and are saying hello. Hope you're doing well. Uh, another question is, uh, what has the hardest part of quarantine been for you? The hardest part. She's so introverted. Like, 
Her life didn't even change. She was just like, I don't know, you're home now, so this is great. Um, okay, no. The hardest part, I think, for me was that quarantine happened like a week or two before our oldest son, Maddox, turned seven. Mm-hmm. So we had a birthday party planned. We had his friend birthday and his, our family birthday planned, and then that got canceled. Um, but he handled it so well, I like forget that it even happened because he wasn't even like mad that we no, had No, he to handled cancel. it better than we would have. He handled it better than I did and I had a birthday last week, so <laughs> that's embarrassing. Um, I think that just like <laughs> watching not only my kids who have had to miss out on things, but like all of um, the seniors who are missing their like graduations and after graduation parties and their proms and oh my gosh like the sports when Evan told me March Madness was cancelled I was so sad that's my favorite sporting event that's the only sporting event I like I've never been so attracted to her (laughs) than when she got mad about March Madness being cancelled just so sad so stuff like that um, I don't think my life has been too I mean I guess we were supposed to go to Denver at the end of the month so that um, I have missed out on a few things but like literally nothing compared to what some people are missing out on and that just makes me so sad for people who are like mm-hmm. had something big planned and then Corona got in the way. So I think just like seeing other people be hurt and um, not get to do the fun things that they had planned, that's like been the hardest part, I think, for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, two things for me. One, being somebody who just like my love language is is getting to, uh, I don't know if this is like an official love language, but being like, not. being around lots of people all the time. Um, no. that's not, it's not in the book. Um, it's not, a, it's just me. I, Gross. I, yeah, Larissa, Larissa's like once or twice a week, she can be around large groups of people. And then she's like, I'm out. I'm going to go read a book. And I like, if every single night was full of hanging out with groups of people, like, I just, I don't get sick of people. I always want to be around people. The first couple of weeks was brutal. And I would stand at our window and just, like, <laughs> look at our neighbors and just be like, I don't even know you. But I was like, do you want to have a conversation? And it's just been, that's been really, really hard is, is missing out on relationships and yeah. and getting to, to spend just time with our people. Like, the people that we consider the closest to us um, and even the people that I would just casually see every once in a while. It's... Um, it's been that's been really really difficult and I can't wait to get back to that and Mm. then I think just the unknown is has been really hard um I'm not super type a and like a like a really strict planner um but you whether it be personally or like in ministry in the ministry world like thinking forward to like our summer camps for our junior high and high school students and our kids and um, all that kind of stuff and figuring out how we're going to do college age in the near future and like long term, all these different things. And just like mm-hmm. constantly saying like, I don't know, is super yeah. frustrating for me. Yeah. Um, I want to have answers. I'm, I'm a big answer guy. I'm a big, I want to go find the, if I don't know the answer, I want to go find the answer for you. Uh, I do that in our relationship. I try to fix things all the time when things don't need to be fixed. I just need to shut up and listen um, and so I can't fix anything right now. I can't fix the global pandemic. Shockingly, I am not smart enough to figure out a, a fast track to uh, some kind of solution to that. So um, that's been really tough for me is is trying to find uh, peace in not knowing. And uh, I just want to mm-hmm. I just can't wait to, to be back around people. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So uh, if you guys have any other questions, feel free to, to drop them in. The last one um, that was kind of rolling through my mind that uh, I'm interested in is uh, like what has been your process on a personal level to so, – so a little bit of foundation for this. The thing that I – one of the other things that I miss the most is worship in a corporate setting and being able to just like engage uh, with Jesus. And so what have you been doing? I know the answer to this question. But I, what have you been doing um, to, to just engage in worship uh, for you? What um, is your answer for me? <laughs> <laughs> you want me to just answer? I, I just no, mean like, I want you to tell them what I've been doing. Oh, she just, she, she just watches YouTube videos of elevation worship and no, dances around and then goes just, on bike rides. Just one. Just oh. Graves into Gardens. Oh, Graves into Gardens yeah. over and over. Over and over and over and over again. Yeah. yeah. It's really good, you guys. Yeah, if you haven't listened to Gary's in the Garden, now there's a whole album that goes along with that, so feel free to check that out. I haven't listened to it. I only listened to No, Larissa kills songs. She literally will listen to songs. She'll listen to, like, worships. I can listen to worship pretty much over and over again, but country, we have a couple artists that we love a lot, and she'll listen to the same song on repeat, and then, but I, like, hate that person. Like, two weeks (laughs) later, I'm like, I used to love that guy, and I hate him now just because I've had to listen to his voice for two weeks straight. Um, For me... (laughs) I, I have, we've been going on bike rides and we live, uh, kind of close to the river, Yellowstone river. And it's been the other night we were driving or driving back, riding back, uh, from Josephine crossing, which is a community just right down the road from us. And the sky was just like cotton candy pink. And like, I was like, that's unbelievable. And then two nights ago we went down to the river and we were throwing rocks in the river and man, just getting outside and getting to, to just being God's creation has been mm-hmm. really, really awesome. I th- I'm so thankful that the weather has gotten nicer um, so that we can get outside. And so that's that's a way that, that I've personally been engaging and worshiping. And uh, Larissa and I uh, both went on solo bike rides last night. And uh, I spent 25 minutes riding my bike alone. And I was like, Larissa, that could turn me in, in, into an introvert. It couldn't, I don't think anything could turn me into an introvert, but, um, that was a really blissful experience for me to just get to, to be out and, and alone with my headphones in and just listening to worship music, riding my bike. So mm-hmm. can I say something? Yeah. Um, we went to a conference a few years ago, what you just said reminded me of that. And mm-hmm. one of the speakers said, have you, I don't even remember the quote, so maybe you'll remember, but it was like, have you, um, worshiped? Have you praised God from where you are right now? Do you remember that? Uh-uh. No? Okay. Um, so basically saying like today, like you're sitting on the couch or you're laying in bed or whatever. Have you praised God from that spot today? And so mm. you don't remember that? No, that's, that's so funny. really good. <laughs> um, so after the conference, it was um, us and Jake and Anna and we went to the ocean. And I think we all like looked at each other and we were like, we just said that. And we are like, oh yeah. yeah, we were literally standing on the now I remember that on the beach Anna do you remember that (laughs) (laughs) just like worshiping just like silently but yeah I think this has just been a really good time to like I don't know just do that more often because you're stuck at home you don't have I mean as many distractions my phone and Netflix are huge distractions but um just remembering to do that but yeah I am a very like I love to blast my tv on the Elevation Worship channel or yeah. whatever comes up and just dance in my house. Yeah. That's how I've been 
Yeah. I don't know what your question was, but that's what no. I've been doing. <laughs> that was great. That was great. That was a good reminder. I completely forgot about that, and now I'm going to use it. Go for it. Oh, thank you. Permission granted. It wasn't mine. <laughs> you can have it. Uh, well, you guys, I, I hope that you are all doing really well. Um, we miss you guys so much, mm-hmm. and uh, we're trying to figure out any and every way to, to not just get content uh, out, but to to stay in relationship, and that's that's the biggest thing. And, and what we understand is this: is that there in this day and age, like ble- technology is a huge blessing because you can listen to any and every pastor in the entire world. Like in and I've been doing that, listen to podcasts and sermons, and I've had more time to do that than ever, and that's been been really really incredible. And so I don't think there's a lack of content. I don't think there's a lack of people speaking words of wisdom into our lives. I don't think that that we're missing out on the ability to to figure out um, how to read our Bibles better and, and all that kind of stuff. Oh, I think the biggest thing is we just have to figure out how to stay in community. And um, this has made it all of us, I think, really appreciative of the things that we probably didn't even give a second thought to, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be like a handshake or a hug or um, getting to be in the physical church. For so long, we talked about like yeah. church is not a building and it's not. And this has been a really good, great representation of that. The church is not a building. The church is the people. Church is all of the, the followers of Jesus that are you know pursuing Jesus together and, and loving the world the best that they can. And this has proved that. And yet, at the same time, I think, for me, this has really, really solidified my desire for a actual church family. Um, people that I get to see on a weekly basis, that I get to, to have conversations with, that I get to challenge, and I get to have them challenge me, that I get to worship with, I get to do all that stuff. And so, um, we're hoping, we're hoping, we're hoping that sooner rather than later, College Age is able to meet in person. Mm-hmm. Um, but until then please know that we're here for you. Uh, please know that there's no question that you have that we won't answer. There's no phone call that we won't take. Um, Larissa might not answer right away, but like if you text her and then <laughs> tell her who you are and she'll, she'll give you a phone call. And um, I answer on my phone all the time even if I don't know the number. So solicitors love me. Um, <laughs> but all that to say, like we're here for you and our leadership team is here for you. Faith Chapel is here for you. And uh, we just want you to know that we, we love you guys so desperately. And uh, I can't wait to give you big hugs and handshakes and high fives and all that. Um, whether it's in two weeks or two months or 25 years, um, I'll hold on to it and <laughs> that, that hug for you. So we love you guys. We hope that you're doing well. Uh, we'll talk to you really soon. Bye.